Hey everyone, it's your girl, your auntie, your friend, and your host of the show, TK. Our mission is simply to bring knowledge and information to inspire and help young men and women in the community transform their lives. Welcome to the Back and Forth TV podcast. Welcome. I'm your girl, TK. Hey, hey. And I got two amazing guests with me. You guys are familiar with Kevin already, Kevin Daniels. And I got my good friend, Josh Shepard. We were just talking before, and we go way, way back. Way back. Way back. <laughs> we were them church lap babies. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, welcome. So, just a quick introduction. Now, I said, ask Josh to send me a bio. Y'all want to know what he sent me? Long. He said, from Florida, dot, 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 <laughs> five siblings, dot, 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 former senior pastor. So I'm going to just let you introduce yourself because ain't nobody finna know who you are with this. I mean, what do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to introduce what okay, I know about Joshua. I, I am, um, well, you go ahead and go. Okay. So Joshua is a very amazing, talented, Holy Ghost filled young man. Mm. He's a pastor. Um. We grew up together. We had a lot of fun, um, you know, in school and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, we went to the same church and all that. He has a very, very loving family. I know Miss, I think she's Pastor Cherry Shepherd mm-hmm. now. Um, and then Miracle, little Fei-Fei from Michael and all his little yeah. siblings and yeah. big family. So, yeah. yeah. Remember the, uh, we used to do those, those Mother's Day <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> That was a mess, child. Remember, uh, what's her name? What's that girl name? <laughs> what was her Bernadette? I think it was. <laughs> Bernadette. And she showed up in that red halter top dress. I said, "Where are you going? This is Mother's Day dinner." <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, good times. I'll tell you, me and me and Josh get together. We cut up. <laughs> Um, and now <laughs> I also got Kevin Daniels. You guys are also familiar with him. Here's a proper bio that he sent me, Josh. Um, he was born in, oh shoot, I forgot. You say Europe? Europe, Germany. <laughs> and he was a military brat. He's been married for roughly nine months to Miss Marissa Daniels, and they are the cutest couple. Kevin is currently a worship leader at Pulpit Rock Church for the past eight years. He also serves as a, wor- a worship pastor for Cost I Love You, which is a gospel movement committed to serving the city of Colorado Springs. So welcome, also. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And then I got my sidekick, Kevin Davis, over there. He don't want to be on the camera. So anyway. So yeah. So guys, welcome to the show. Um, so our topic today is called Young, Black, Lit, and Safe. And I'm actually really excited about this topic because I think we're going to be touching on some things that are touchy for some people. Mm. But I think it's a conversation that needs to be had. Um, before we do that, just a quick little icebreaker. We'll start with Kevin because, Josh, I know you need some time to think. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, what is your most unpopular opinion and why? Unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll start. Yeah. Don't be trying to judge me, okay? Oh, go ahead. I think that macaroni and cheese is whack. 
I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get, get up too. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, I can make the heck out of some macaroni and cheese. However, there is so many other better things we could be eating. Agree. There's so yeah. Right? But that's there's like a, better things that's a side to eat. Dish, so yeah, it's a side dish. There's better with, sides than no, macaroni. You, that's like a that's like a it gels things together. Mm. No. Like mm. if you you gotta have And it then with you get heart meal. attack and calories. <laughs> Black people, we need to eat something else besides soul food. Find something you. else to cook. I kinda got offended when she said that though. I don't know. You be all right, like, boo. Some I mean, macaroni and cheese, like, woo. Woo. I mean like <laughs> That's why we got side rolls and double chin now. That's we don't need it. no mac and cheese. You ain't lying. You right. There is better stuff out Not here to be chin. eating. Okay, vegan mac and cheese. Y'all need to mature your palate now. That's nasty. Vegan mac if and If you're going to eat mac and cheese, then just eat mac and yeah, cheese. That's that, yeah. I know. I'm like, grow up. <laughs> All right. I got, I, got a, I, I, got, I got one. All right. So I think, I think, and this is an unpopular opinion. I think vegetarian food is amazing and vegan food is amazing. I love it. Like I'm, 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 I'm all sold out. Like I would definitely go, and I've done it for four years. Four Are years. you doing it right now? No, I had chicken this morning. <laughs> You're lying. I had, chicken, I had chicken this morning. I been eating chicken. So the last time, yeah, the last time you had, you came over my house. We had vegetarian vegan spaghetti. Yeah, it was great. Um, and then shortly, I was, like, I was shocked. shortly, like three three months after that, bro. I mean, that, that mm-hmm. listen, I, that yard bird started calling me. Okay. <laughs> Pass by. Let me tell Buffalo y'all about Wild my Wings. vegan journey. Okay, I think I did four weeks. But you felt good though, didn't you? I'm just yeah, but I was hungry. See, I, so this is what you got to do. This and you got to get. So don't try to like go beyond your like eat the normal stuff that you eat. Just you know alternative. So I want chicken. <laughs> See, that's that's why I started eating chicken again. But like I had to like stick to my normal diet. So I was single at the time. So you know like hot dogs. Sandwiches and noodles was normal for me. Like that was like an everyday really? single single I'm man. Single and I don't eat like that. Um, you know, you also <laughs> said that you were bougie a little bit too. You know, oh, so I didn't say I was bougie. I said people think that I am. The entire Harding family. <laughs> Listen, Josh. No, you didn't come from my whole family. Josh, 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 Josh. <laughs> Josh, I, you ain't. Listen, I I know a little bit. I you know yeah. He came for the whole Harding. Listen, oh all I'm goodness. saying is, you know I I I wasn't trying to impress nobody, so you know, and it was by myself, so you know, a quick little hot dog, you know, I may fry some chicken, like if I'm feeling like special. So I was like, you know, I need to just figure out how to eat whatever I'm eating on a regular basis and just make it a vegetarian vegan so you meal. was eating vegan hot dogs oh man they actually are fire that man. sounds nasty it's called these applegate listen you know what i'm gonna have to bring mm-hmm. something to the next show we need all beef <sighs> but yeah i think that's unpopular because most people turn is over because <laughs> all this vegan stuff <laughs> but, go ahead josh it's your turn I, go on josh i want to hear what you have to say because you didn't came for the whole heart and clan you did you, you didn't came see, for my I, entire existence I, I th- <laughs> see i thought it would be like more like a serious thing so i'll play but y'all so I think no 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 take I it serious. I think candy corn is disgusting. People love it. No, it is no, trash. I think, yeah, it's I think 100% every, trash. everybody thinks that. You no, know, people will be on my Facebook always. <laughs> <laughs> like if you look on my, on my Facebook page, you're about to be at Halloween. They're about to flood my my whole feed with, with candy because because they know I hate it. it it's is, nasty. That is, that it's trash. It's 100 percent trash. Yeah, I use those to throw. There's at other Halloween. candy you can eat. Out I mean, here. let me see. Overrated. Beyonce's overrated. 
no, uh, I, I agree with that. People think she's like a freaking. Oh my gosh. Y'all are tripping. Uh, I think Trump is I mean, great. She all right. I'm just kidding. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> show, you need to hit show, the door. Show is over. <laughs> Podcast canceled. Just kidding. That's funny. You know, I'm about to. I'm about to. I don't. I don't agree with the Beyonce statement. I think I'm. You know. You know. People make her overrated. She's a very low down or very um, a humble person. People put yeah. her on a pedestal, yeah. Yeah. which I don't think she likes. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's cold though. Like. No, she's, I mean she's very talented. She's, she's very talented. She's, um, she can't act. She no. She they sucks. say they can. She can do all things through Christ, but act. But, but <laughs> <laughs> you know. But uh, I don't know. That's my little. I little think thing. she's worth a little bit of the hype. I don't know. After I saw King is, you know, King is black. I was like, okay. I didn't even see it. I didn't really care. I'm yeah, like, me oh. neither. I honestly. Didn't I said. Watch I it. said we're still doing Lion King, <laughs> but it's. <laughs> Josh was like, I'm that was like three years ago. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> so I think the first review, that movie review, is King is Black. That was fire. That was legit. I watched with my wife the whole time. We danced. Yeah, I was just in the living room dancing. Oh, my God. I hope y'all it. had the windows closed. <laughs> no, we put, no, we like natural sunlight, so we had them oh. wide open. My goodness. But there's no neighbors behind us, so we good. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> he said the whole fan Harding family is bougie. He did. Just because we like nice things, y'all. And we like to eat good. I'm mad at y'all. <laughs> Don't be mad at me because you eat hot dogs. Not anymore. Not anymore. Trust me, I upgraded. To what? I obtained favor from the Lord. My wife, she cooks great. But when I was oh, by thank myself, God for her. When I was by myself, yo, it was, no, I'm single and I ain't. It was sandwiches, that. like listen. I was eating salmon and catfish, and <laughs> jo- I actually, I actually, Josh, I, I, I went, I've been to your apartment, so I know. I was, I was doing really well. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, like, astral. Hey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you are stupid. Let's I mean, get in here before you get can. in trouble, Josh. You're a mess. <laughs> You're a mess. I cannot. All right. So jumping into the topic, Young, Black, Lit, and Saved. Mm. I think this is a really cool topic um, just because I think a lot of young people have this misconception about what it means to be saved. And they think, you know, everything stops. I have to live this really, really boring life. Um, I have to get rid of all my friends and everything that I know because I'm saved now. And that's not always necessarily the case. Um, Can you guys just share a little bit about your upbringing and your spiritual, what your spiritual journey was like. Yeah. So I grew up in a church. My father's a pastor. Uh, my mom, she taught Sunday school, choir director. So, I mean, if I didn't go to church, I was going to get a beating. And I think that was the only alternative. So mm-hmm. either you come to church or I beat you and then you come to church. <laughs> so it was kind of just one of the, you mm-hmm. know, um, but, you know, through throughout that, you know, my parents also, you know, they kind of gave me some, as I got older, you know, eventually you're going to have to decide who you're going to serve. That's literally what, you know, conferences we had, like, hey, you ain't got to go to church, but you cannot be in this house because everybody in this house on Sunday mornings, we're going to church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they gave me the, you know, the opinion. So I grew up in a really, really, you know, Saturday mornings was like, you know, Sabbath school for us. You know, everybody, before we got out in the house and did whatever, dad was like, all right, come to the table. Let's read and let's pray. 
every morning, my parents, before we went to school, got in this little semicircle and, you know, prayed again. So, I mean, I grew up in a, you know, a little tough, strict Bible home, you know, no drinking, no cursing, pull your pants up on your waist, um, you know, just everything. No mm-hmm. celebrating Halloween. Well, Certain, hallelujah night. Listen, <laughs> hall, hallelujah night. Where you take that costume and you come to church. Uh, even if, for us, it was like you can't wear nothing that it, demonic. Listen, nothing demonic. It had yeah, to be angel. a skit. Be a disciple. Listen, <laughs> be Moses. I, I had that. Joseph. I was listen. I was Joseph in the coat of many colors one time. Listen, and then and then finally, you know, they they. I say they got progressive, but you know. It's like, okay, listen, you can do that, but you got to be a superhero that's like, that could be real. So it was only Batman because he's rich. You know what I mean? So that's, it could be real. So um, I grew up in, I grew up in a strict home, um, you know, where like, you couldn't watch nothing. Like, you know, certain movies, if it had, you know, three cuss words and anything provocative or explicit, you know, cover your eyes. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. they sit like in, in the house like this, parents be having your hands or your eyes and you'd be like trying to peek through or something, you know, so... All types of stuff. Yeah, it was strict home. My but, parents made us watch the Heffalumps movie. They said, we ain't finna watch none of this badness. Listen, we had VeggieTales. <laughs> Look, I'm just, we had it. We had them all, man. All I remember them old Sunday school videos where, you know, like, they'd be talking about, like, David and Goliath. We had them in the house. We Those had that whole collection. We had, listen, we had, the, we had them at the house. <laughs> so, yeah, strict, strict home, strict, strict parents. It was tripping. What about you, Josh? Um, my parents were, they were strict. Uh, you know, they taught us to uh, have a relationship with God. So church was something that I always enjoyed. It wasn't like, I, you know, I dreaded going to church. Um, I actually enjoyed it because I was always very active. I started very young. Um, yeah, I started very young. Uh, you guys know I wasn't... Uh, Started preaching at 16. Um, So my experience was always in the spotlight, kind of. And people, a lot of the, in in high school, a lot lot of the kids were very like, oh, here comes a preacher, here comes Reverend. You know, we can't cuss (laughs) around him. We can't do anything around him because he's whatever. I was like, y'all can do your own thing. I'm not going to judge anybody. But um, it was just, you know, my, that was just my my life. Um, But growing up, you know, we stayed in church, you know. Um, we couldn't watch it. We couldn't even watch Medea because <laughs> oh, of all the profanity and or the vulgar jokes. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we couldn't watch any like, you know, magic stuff or stuff like Harry that. Potter's my my mother question. was very, she was very, uh, I remember one time <laughs> she was going through all <laughs> our movies and she found the Grinch and she was like, how do you steal Christmas? And threw the, and threw the Grinch away. I oh, was no, like, what kind of the Grinch? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what's oh, wrong with you? But, you know, um, but you know, I uh, guess my upbringing was um, it was very strict, but it was also you know it wasn't like it was forced. So um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think we all had similar upbringings. Yeah. Um, I my parents they always tell the church people the story. They came here pregnant with me in 1990. Um, so ever since I've I've pretty much. Like, grew up in church. I wouldn't say my parents were extremely, like, strict per se. Um, but my mom wasn't playing them games, though, either. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents, they lived, they were about 
that life. Like they're not the type of parents that would go to church and do one thing and then come home and be partying and drinking. That's not what it was. And so we Mm. definitely grew up. We used to have like weekly devotionals, prayer together. Yeah. We stayed in church. I'm like, are we going to church again? We've yeah. already went three times this week. Yeah. And I remember, Kevin, you remember this where they used to have on Sunday, we go to the regular service. It's all day. YPWW. And then YPWW. <laughs> so you mean to tell me we got to come here at nine in the morning, yeah. stay till three, then come back <laughs> at seven? It. Are y'all crazy? YPWW. Man. And then there's Tuesday night Bible study, Friday night service, yeah. covenant prayer, yeah. sunshine yeah. man on Saturday. Choir rehearsal at some point in time. Man, it was just a lot. We just stayed in church all the time. Um, I do want to go do other things, but I can't say that I was you know, upset or anything. I mean, I think a lot of the people that I grew up with, like they are some of the best friends that mm-hmm. I've ever had. Like, you know, so we grew up together and we went through it together. <laughs> um, so I think that's how my spiritual journey got started. I think what got interesting for me is when I actually got grown, mm-hmm. because at some point you have to stop living on your parents' salvation per se. Yes. Um, because a lot of people, they think, especially if they're preacher's kids, they're like, oh, well, my parents are saved, so I'm going to make it in heaven, and I'm this golden person, and that's not really what it is. Mm. Um, you have to go into finding um, a relationship of your own. And so for me, <clears throat> I was never one to really pretend. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and play like I'm saved and be up here doing extra stuff, and I just went to the club last night. So... <laughs> Um, so when I finally did get saved, like it was really serious for me. Like I actually did take it serious and, you know, wanted to change my life and the things that I was doing. Um, but I do think that so many young people are so reluctant to, to jump into a spiritual relationship with God. Um, why do you guys think that is? Um, I think the, I think the church, the church in itself has, has painted this picture of, if you do this, you don't do any of these other things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we've coined things that Christ created in everything that Christ created is good, we, but we said they're bad. So no drinking, no going out, no hanging out, you know, you know, all these things, all these things just painted this picture of like a walk with God as just boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and the world does a good job of making everything that's bad seem like it's the greatest thing in the world, you know? Right. So, mm-hmm. man, I'm talking like, like, dang, I think I might need to, I need to go there, you know? Um, but yeah, I think, I think the church is, church has done that. I think that, and that's why people are reluctant because they seem like they see, and I say it's the older generation, you know, mm-hmm. they see the older generation that says, no, 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 no. You walk in church, you're wearing this and I got to come and say something to you. You know, you get ridiculed for these things. And so I, people just seem like, hmm, I don't want to be a part of that. And then the other flip side is they see two sides of people's living. They see people living right mm-hmm. and telling me mm-hmm. what I'm doing wrong. But then they say, but you was doing this and that's just as bad as... Exactly. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's why people are just reluctant to join the faith walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people, I think the church has done a, a poor job of um, preaching grace. Mm. I think... Well, when I grew up, we named it wasn't preached. <laughs> they don't understand. It um, was you finna go to hell. It, it was holiness or hell, basically, and, and and we don't understand <laughs> mm-hmm. the grace of God because it's not about being perfect. Mm. It's not about you know crossing every eye. Mm-hmm. The ultimate way to get into heaven is 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 faith and believing in God. And so if you believe 
everything else is 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 that that's just your journey um you know changing different you know lifestyle choices and um decisions or how just how you do your life but ultimately uh we don't understand the power of grace mm-hmm. and so they feel like they have to be perfect and then you know our generation we don't want to be fake right so it's like you know if i if i can't be perfect i don't want to do it at all right and so it's like that's not that's not how the gospel should be presented it should be come as you are and then yes, you're gonna you get saved today, and tomorrow you probably will still keep cussing, and you mm-hmm. and you still probably will keep sleeping with other people. Um, but it's a process; it's a journey of changing your ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and and God has grace for you, mm-hmm. and so it's it's about the heart. Mm. And so I mean, there's there's several instances in the Bible where people weren't perfect, but the Bible says how their heart was turned towards God, and God showed them favor. And so it's about a heart issue. And so I think if we just change our message to more of a, you know, heart thing, and then, you know, the rest of that gets worked out later, your action, just mm-hmm. let your heart be changed mm-hmm. towards God, um, we'll see more people coming towards Christ because mm-hmm. they'll, they'll see a, a loving Christ who wants to help them through things versus come to me and stop doing all this stuff immediately mm-hmm. or I'm going to kick you out of the, right. the club, basically. You know? yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's such a good point that you make. Grace. Mm-hmm. God is so much more than fire and brimstone. Yeah. Like he actually loves us and he mm-hmm. cares about us and he knows that we're not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so God is a graceful God. Um and he's not expecting us to have everything figured out when we come in. Yeah. Right? We don't it doesn't mean that okay, now I'm saved. I got to stop talking to all my friends. All yeah. 19 of them. They have to go. Yeah. And I have to stop wearing makeup and I have to <laughs> I have to do all this stuff. Um yeah. and I think that's something I struggled with with for a long yeah. time because it's ingrained in our heads. Exactly. I mean even I struggled, you know, um when I was growing in in Christ and going into grace um because it's like, well, you know, if I sin today, make sure I you know, I repent so I don't, you know, go to hell, mm-hmm. whatever. But it's like, you know, sin was covered two thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's not the issue today. Today is just, you know, making better decisions. But my sin was covered a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So all present and current sin. So it's like we don't understand that the minute you give your life to Christ, you're covered. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I don't and know. I just think, you know, there's just a sense of guilt. Yeah. Like and shame like coming mm-hmm. into this. And, exactly. and then sometimes when you join a church or you mm-hmm. go into a congregation, right? They God forgave you, but they're mm-hmm. still yeah. holding this Reluctant. thing over your head. Mm-hmm. Like they're yeah. like, well, you used to do this, you did this, you did this. And so I remember there was one point in time I wouldn't even take communion. Yeah, because you were scared to take it. I was afraid to take it. And they, they said, preach, they preach, they preach that message. They, You're going to get sick. Cause yes. damnation to many. That's okay. what they said. Your family going to be per- cursed. <laughs> your children's children going to be cursed. Everybody mm-hmm. is cursed in your lineage. He preached a sermon before communion. Listen, don't take Yeah, that's scary. That's and so crazy. the thing is, I really think that they, that that is taught very, very wrong. Yeah. Um, it's just but, poor theology, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's poor theology. People should go to Bible college. Or, or take some type of some seminary. Yeah. How do you, how to how to interpret the mm-hmm. Bible? Mm-hmm. Because what happens is you have a lot of old preachers who did not have a good formal education, just in just reading, writing, arithmetic. Right, and so they're just they're making up their own interpretations and they're taking the Bible at at face value. Right, when there's like a thousand levels to each scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, we have context, content. So yeah. it's like you know that was. The Bible wasn't even written to us. It was written to the Hebrews. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, so how do we make this applicable to today? You know? Oh, that's such a good point. And yeah. so, and 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 so mm-hmm. it's knowing how to rightly divide the word of truth and lead people to where 
we're not using the Bible as a weapon mm-hmm. towards people, but a way to, to bring life. But I think we, I think it's it's been done. It's been used as a weapon so many times yeah. that it seems like when I'm giving the Bible, I'm you're giving me a weapon. Mm-hmm. You're giving me a weapon because that's how people preach it to us. Yeah. Um. I, I I've spent I mean many many years, and I know you guys have as well, where <laughs> we just you, why 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 are we always leaving church? defeated and bad. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the preacher just said, you, 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 hell, 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 hell. Yeah. Now. You know what I mean? And well, I, I, I can't. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. I, 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 like, I can't. I'll try again next week. Right. You know, I'm like, <laughs> listen. Epic look, Yeah. And, and then now, now we've created this culture where people go out and live their lives, live their lives Monday through Saturday. And then they know they, they know they messed up. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm coming to the, I'm, I'm just going to come to church and I'm just going to, all, all this extra crying and and, and mm-hmm. begging, and I'm mm-hmm. sorry for everything. But like you said, grace, grace is now that we we live, we we are under the under the covenant of grace. Yeah. Now you shouldn't you should come to church and say, God, forgive me for what I did, but I thank you even more. Yeah, you know, I, I'm thanking you now. I'm thanking you. Yeah. You know, because we should be thankful instead of sorry. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I, I think that's that's the just the tradition that's kind of set, and I agree. People, if you want to be a believer in Christ, I think you need to go give yourself some formal education because yeah. if not, you're going to sit and listen to somebody yeah. all day and you're going to take what this person, this pastor, he or she says as the word of God mm-hmm. rather than yeah. opening up myself and I mean, seeing yeah, that. I recommend um, get you a really good, simple translation mm-hmm. and just start reading it for yourself because you can, if you just read a simple translation, you'll find the heresies. Yeah. Um, on the uh, from the pulpit, mm-hmm. you're like, well, that you know, you're cursed or you're this, or you're going to hell. But the Bible says, I mean, there's so many scriptures where it talks about grace and mm-hmm. God covers us, and the Bible says, "Blessed is the man who sin is not counted towards him." Right. I mean, I mean, there's there there there's there's so much. Even Paul, you know, Paul, that was his message, a message of grace. Yep. Um, it was like that. There's no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And so, you know, with the lay aside dead works, and so I'm not trying to earn anything. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just believing. And, and and so they that's hard for them to comprehend because they all they know is works works yeah. works you have to you have to do something and to, he, and to he, earn it even Paul talks about it. he's man I try to do right but I can't yeah, do right even, but when even I'm trying to struggle but I can't but I can't you know he like wrote, he went he wrote the Bible and he's telling us the things I don't want to do I keep doing yeah, it I'm <laughs> trying to do right who will deliver me right and mm-hmm. so he says thanks be to God who has just given us mm-hmm. the victory so God just says you know. I see you guys are having a hard time in the Old Testament. They kept make, they kept messing up. Yep. He gave them a system, the the calves and the burning. That wasn't working. All these and, laws. And and so God just said, you know, I'm going to send my son and just give it to you. Mm-hmm. No works, no, just believe, and right. it's yours. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it, it's that simple, but we don't want to make it that simple. We want to make it difficult. I, I agree. And uh, so <laughs> lately I've been... You know, I talked to you earlier about how my eyes have just kind of been open mm-hmm. a lot more. And so, and I've been kind of taking my own time to really study things for myself. Because the Bible says, show, study to show thyself yeah. approved. Mm-hmm. And I think what a lot of preachers do, especially the ones that aren't formally educated, mm-hmm. um, they'll pick one or two scriptures yeah. and create a whole message out of it. Mm-hmm. And there's this lady that I follow a little bit. Her name is Candace Benbow, I think. Um now, some of the stuff she be saying is crazy. Like, I ain't going to lie. But there is some stuff that she does say that's really interesting. Like, we can't take, we can't divorce scripture from context, mm, is yeah. what she was saying. So when you're studying and you're trying to, you know, get a word, you need to read the whole yeah. chapter or even the whole book to really understand what was happening at that time. Yeah. And not even just what was happening, 
But there are certain terms in the Bible yeah. that were used, right? Mm-hmm. That mean something completely different yeah. back then exactly. than what they mean now. So you have to understand the history and the context of what was going on at that specific point in time to really interpret yep. what it is that they were trying to say. Location and time. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of those things come into play when we're reading the scripture. Hebrew uh, uh, versus Greek. I mean, mm-hmm. all of yeah. that stuff comes into play. And if, that and if you can't, if you don't know how to study it, get you a commentary. They did something. They studied for you. Just read it. <laughs> That's this true. scripture means this. You don't even got to do the this, extra work. This was happening in this time. Right. This scripture was, but I mean, like, what are they, you doing? But we want to just rely on the spirit. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand that, you know, the spirit is um, is subject to the prophet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it ain't, it, it ain't no, the spirit just told me and let me know the spirit and the word of one. Mm-hmm. So he would never go against himself. Yeah. And so- I mean, at least get you a cross-reference Bible. I mean, because <laughs> something. Or download the app, Blue Letter Bible. That's a plug. That, Listen, that thing you, right you there, gave me that. You that put thing me on right that there one. will bless <laughs> you. I mean, it will you, upgrade your message. And Listen. Because it's, I mean, it's because it's because ultimately you're misleading people. Yeah. And then their blood's on your hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then their potential is limited. Is, 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 yeah. is, they're stuck because they're relying on you to lead them. Mm-hmm. And you're leading them with, you know, this, 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 this. Glass ceiling to where you know all you can go is and your is personal high, opinions of all how you opi- interpreted yeah. it. Like some people exactly. don't even pray; they just I think that's what this means. Okay, yeah. here we go. Here's the message. And, and I think that's that's why we see people people turning away from the church. Like you said, people are searching. Yeah, they're searching. Listen, people, people, young and they people want are God. searching. They, they want, want God. Truth. They don't want no. They don't because my thing is where the where in the Bible does it say this? Mm-hmm. Where can you back this up? If yep. not, I'm not doing it. I told I told someone the other day. I said people are hungry. Yeah, and and truth be told. You meet anybody who's starving, they're going to eat something. Yeah. And no matter what, if you put something in front of them that is That's edible, they're true. going to eat. And it just depends. What we have to realize as as leaders in the faith community is, what am I feeding yeah. these people? Am, 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 I, am I leaving them malnourished? Like I'm putting something in front of them, but still going to leave them hungry and malnourished and uh, not no nutrition? Or am I going to feed them something healthy? Mm-hmm. Because people are going to eat regardless. Yeah. Because they're hungry. And I think, you know, when it comes to just leadership, mm-hmm. They forget their calling. Yep. The Bible says the fivefold ministry is here to equip, mm-hmm. equip the saints until we all come into the unity of the faith. And so, is your message equipping me to right. be more victorious, or are you beating me up every Sunday? You can't, you can't do this, can't do that, or are you giving me tools to overcome what I'm going through? Yes, you're going through this, but use this to overcome this week. Right. Equip me. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, no, that it's, makes it's perfect crazy. sense. I, I just. Because it's just amazing how yeah. much comes across, like, the pulpit when mm-hmm. you're in church. Yeah. And so people are searching, but it's just like, man, I got to go through all this stuff. And, the, and our generation, you know, we don't want any uh, BS. We no. sure don't. Because we, we can we see don't, through it. Listen, we don't I'm want fact, no... I'm fact-checking. Like, like, I don't... That, that means, all right, I'm going to head out. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they don't... And, we, and we're very stubborn. Mm-hmm. We're very hard-headed. You know, we don't listen to our boss at yeah. work. We, we don't listen all. to our... And so it's like, but so this I'm is a gonna smart come generation. Here. Too. Exactly. We're very smart. You can say something, because but I'm gonna go look it up. Because they're you can like, fact check as mm-hmm. a preacher. We're like, okay, so you're preaching, but this makes no sense. Right. I had a preacher one time get up, <laughs> and he was preaching about something, and he quoted a scripture. Do you mm. know that scripture did not exist? Mm. So I'm like, you just making up stuff. I mean, there's so much that we just make up out of tradition mm-hmm. that just sounds biblical or well, sounds spiritual. Um, but people are just, they're just not studying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. I, Next. I was uh I was watching this uh this this worship pastor he was was kind of like giving this class and he opened up the service and said the scripture says 
that when the blessings go up, yeah. And, so, and I'm Bible. sitting here and I'm like, nowhere in the Bible does it say that. Where? I just, I, type, I was like, <laughs> the blessings go up. Who said yeah, blessings up? I ain't got I no like, blessings to give God. I was like, that's, a, that's the message. That message. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? But, but I mean, literally people, people are doing things mm-hmm. out of not tradition where I'm doing what I saw someone else do. Not, yeah. because, not because I, I've got a personal relationship with Christ Jesus exactly. or I've read the word myself. I'm doing what I saw somebody else do. And it made yeah. these other people stand up. Yeah. And get exactly. excited. Yeah. And I think people get, like, especially in the black church, and maybe this is other churches mm. too, but they're, people just get power hungry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. as soon as they see that something they say can move someone, mm. then they get just this sense of, like, entitlement. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like only one yeah. person can be holy in the black church. Yeah. But that's a lie. Yeah. That's a lie. And the, the reality is, is we're not the only ones going to heaven. Church of God in Christ is not the only ones Listen, going. Show not. Baptist with the... Uh, the, the, they, yeah, it's gonna be some. It's gonna be some people that we didn't expect up in there. Okay, I up mean, in there. it only requires faith. Mm-hmm. That's it. I remember I made a post one time, um, like a like a year and a half ago on Facebook. I was like, if it only takes faith or believing in God to get into heaven, why are there so many requirements to serve in the church mm, or man, to to preach a message or to share your faith? You know, all he said was, "If you confess and believe, you're saved." Yeah, that's why you're young going to you're going to heaven. Don't want to go, and it's like we have to go through all these hoops and 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 look like this, dress like this, sound like this. Don't do this, don't do that. And I mean, I get you know when you're in leadership, you have a higher level of accountability, but it's just like, are we doing too much? Mm-hmm. Because how many? Because honestly, if the if our generation does not start leading the church, it's, it's going to eventually die, die out. Yeah. And so we need to bring them in so we can start leading out and helping the older lead so it can be revived. But like, like I think like, like you said earlier, and one of y'all said it, we, why, why would I waste my time and my energy coming to your church mm-hmm. when there's a membership fee? L- listen, there's a membership fee coming to the church. There's a, there's a dress code coming to your church. Yeah. I mean, like I, I got to meet all of these requirements and standards. I'm going to go online. <laughs> people are going online now. Yeah, no, they no, they, they are. People are, they going, are. are going are joining churches and over in Chicago, yep. in Atlanta, and 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 they're like, forget this, because I because I can experience God from my living room, from my and from and, my and, and, and 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 there's no restrictions. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no extracurricular to it. It's just me and God, mm-hmm. and so that's how people want. They they want God. They want a spiritual experience. They want to feel something. And so if I can get it here and it's easy and it's easy access, I'll go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All good points. All good points. I just think we, the point here is you really need to study on your own. Like yeah. If you're a newly saved or you, you're exploring mm-hmm. spirituality with Christ and you're exploring that walk, you need to understand that people are not perfect yeah. mm-hmm. um, and that just like you sin, they sin too. Yeah. And they have exactly. convictions mm. as well. Um, and so you need to go in knowing that and just really be prepared to just dig in, um, do the things that Josh, you know, mentioned about, you know, getting a cross-reference Bible. Cause I mean, some of that stuff I don't even be understanding. I, I like I, I was reading the book of Jeremiah or something. I said, yeah. I, I cannot. Yeah, you need to get I mean that the King James when I was in Bible college for my quick little semester. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm gonna do this. Um, a semester. What happened? They said the King James version is not really. It's, they said it's on one of the worst versions of the Bible. Mm. Um, they talked about how you want to look like, like more like the the New Living Translation, 
Um, cause like you have translations and you have paraphrases, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, you want to, you know, get you a real solid new living translation, new English, new English standard. Those are solid translations. Um, and then having a paraphrase will just help you to make it, make it even more plain. Yeah. To because, understand a little bit more. Because yeah. Brent, God's not trying to confuse you. And so if it's, if it's not making sense, get something else. And it's still the same impact. People think that if you don't read the King James Version, it's a lesser impact or it's not the Bible. But listen, because <laughs> even the King James Version has gone through thousands of yeah. scribes' hands before it got to him. And so people talking about that that's the white man's Bible or Garga, whatever God, Bible. Yeah. Even no, the history of how it was, I mean, how it was created, King James Version. He, he was mean, a king who wanted his own version of the Bible. I mean, hello. Right. So, I mean... We have to just trust that, you know, what's in there is what God wanted us to know. Mm-hmm. And That's boom, good. there it is. Mm-hmm. They have to be canonized it. So. Mm-hmm. so let's talk through some common misconceptions. Let's do it. Okay. Um, I think the first one I had here was all Christians claiming to be saved by grace are perfect and loving. It's a lie. Mm-mm. So I will say, especially if you're joining a church, you need to be prepared for some church hurt. I mean. Church hurt is real. Mm. Um, <laughs> like these people <laughs> and everybody that's sitting in church ain't saved either. Mm-hmm. They can pretend all day, but you know, people live their, their hearts, lives their when they go right. home yeah. and mm-hmm. they are who they are. And so we have to sit up here and we have to know and understand that people are flawed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're going to say things that are uncomfortable that hurt us. You know, I had... People before comment about like the way I look or because, you know, I developed at a young age. Um, So like the way I dress, like whatever, you know, I was getting a lot of like backlash about just the way that I was. And so someone who's coming into the church brand new, like that stuff can really hurt Mm -hmm. you and run you away. But you have to stand still firm and strong in what you believe in. Mm That I'm not gonna let this stop me from the love that God has for me. Yeah. I think I think Josh mentioned that we don't teach grace, but I think we need to also start encouraging people you need to belong before you believe. Mm-hmm. Like you need to belong to the body before you believe in, in anything because I think it turns people away. I had a I had a guy I went to a church and he says, You need to be like more like Jesus instead of LeBron James because of my beard. And I was like, <laughs> Now, if I didn't like LeBron, I'd be offended. <laughs> but, but, like, if I didn't like him, I'd be offended. But really, like, that's that's what you had to say. Like, what does Jesus look like? Is that the white dude? Well, it, well, and, and, and it wasn't. And it wasn't even that. It, it was the simple fact that you know we just we we're leaving a worship service now, and a good worship service. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that came to your mind, what yeah. what possessed you to find something negative to say as I'm walking? And I'm a visitor. I've never been here before. Yeah. And that um, happens so often. I've never been here before. And I think so, we're so quick to correct somebody immediately instead of show just genuine love. I, th- I think it's because people are trying to, people are very uh, protective of their religion. They're very protective of what makes them comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible talks about Paul before he was converted. It talks about, I forget what book, but it said he was very enthused about mm-hmm. his traditions. Um, people are very excited about what they believe, how they believe it, and they will do whatever it takes to, to protect it. So right. they feel like they're protecting what's a, a good thing. Was like, no, what you're doing is hurting people. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to you know, do whatever they can to protect. 
And in the right. Bible, when Jesus walked this earth, he wasn't doing all these rituals and yeah. all this crazy stuff that we get into. Yeah. You know, when, you know, we, you and I talked about this or the mm-hmm. other, like when Jesus came, he wasn't in the church. Yeah. He was nope. with the sinners and the prostitutes and, you know, all these other mm-hmm. groups of people, people from everywhere came to see him. And yeah. he called the unlikely, like the mm-hmm. people who were less likely to follow yeah. And less like that, those are the ones he was like, no, 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 Matthew, I want you, tax collector who's taking money from the people, I want you. Mm-hmm. you yeah, because he was moved with compassion. Mm-hmm. I think we just don't have any compassion. We don't care about people anymore. Yeah. We don't. We care about organization. Organization. Yeah. We care about the Programs. institution Oof. of church. We don't care about people. Where Christ came to undo all of that because they had the the institution of the mm-hmm. temple and all that stuff, but he came for people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is, you know, that's, I do think a lot of churches are changing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they are starting to evolve, which is something that, you know, is really good to see. But I do think for, you know, Christians that are exploring this, just understand not everybody understands compassion, you Mm -hmm. know, and so you need to be prepared and don't let that be a reason that you don't accept the love of Christ and the grace that he has for us because it's such a wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, to have that and to go through that, you know. Well, let me um, let me just um, go, go on the other side of this. Mm-hmm. I think some people, um, I think they they're just too weak sometimes. Mm. I think you know if you can go to work and they dog you out there, you at the club they dog you out there. You, come you can't to, take nothing at church, and you come to church and somebody <laughs> you know just I mean looks at you wrong by mistake, mm-hmm. or they may or, or or they may give you some 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 criticism which may be good, you know you know it's just like just just take it. Right. I think that's where our generation we're too defensive sometimes. Yes, to where it's like okay, um, sometimes people do they can see further than you, and 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 they're just honestly just trying to help you out, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think we have to be able to 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 decipher. Um, is what they're saying coming from a pure place? Mm-hmm. Is it to hurt me? Is it to harm me? Or to better me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and 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 stop being so sensitive when it comes to church because they're looking for reason. Because my thing is, if you really want God, I'm not gonna let anybody stop me. Exactly. No I way. Mean, even if coming? I have to change churches, okay, I I would go to a different one. I mean, I mean, but 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 don't just up and say, well, I can't be with God because of. The church people was just being crazy. And mm-hmm. I remember Bishop Jakes was like, you know, everybody had all this church hurt. And this was like a few months ago. He said, well, the churches are closed. So now so now, what's your excuse? Right. To get close mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. But know? people forget mm-hmm. why why we come to church <laughs> yeah. in the first place, you know? And I think, I don't know, I, 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 I joined outside of my parents, you know, outside of what I grew up with. I joined a church because I wanted to belong to people yeah. that were yeah. serving the same God that I served. Not to, you know, not not just to sit, you yeah. know, not to because sometimes, like I said, pe- people, you want people for accountability. Yeah. That's that's why that's why we have relationships for accountability. And I wanted to be around people who love the Lord the way I do and give me that same type of uh, love, compassion, respect, guidance, the same kind of way. And so people forget why I come to church in the first place. Yeah, you come for Jesus, stay for Jesus. Yeah, community is important as well. Mm-hmm. Um, having that support system. My thing is just f- go to a different church. True. <laughs> I mean, just I don't just, even think so necessarily because you can go to the stuff because some of the stuff 
it starts in us, mm-hmm. right? Because you can go to another church if you want to, or go from church. Because I've seen people Be hop literally way. from church to church to church, mm-hmm. and they run into the same issues. It's because of something in you that you have yeah. not dealt with. I, I think when it comes just to like, um, like the judgmental part of it mm-hmm. that people experience, primarily in black churches. When I went to, I started going to a white church last year, and I was just shocked. I was like, "That's so nice." I was like, it's like mm, uh, church service only thirty minutes. I right. was like, is this? It's almost like get out. I was like, why are these people so? I, I was just confused. They was just so. They were just so embracing, and mm-hmm. like, they didn't care what you had on. They didn't care what you looked like. They, didn't, I mean, they were just very embracing. Yeah. And it's it's like you know, go somewhere where you feel the love of Christ, not mm-hmm. because and you know when it comes to black church, you know we're. Our parents bully us mm-hmm. <laughs> into going to the same church mm-hmm. forever. Our whole family went here, and so you're going to go here, or we're going to X you out of the uh, out yeah. of the family. But it's like I'm on my own journey. That pew's and, got your last name on it, and Shepherd. If, if I can't find God here for me, right, then I can't stay. What's more important, tradition or me and God? You know. And so, I mean, I had that struggle with, with my parents yeah. when I first left um, out of out of high school. I was like, you know, I'm I'm going somewhere else because I I don't feel God here for mm-hmm. me right now. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's hard. It's a journey. That's that's, that's hard to. We have to, to vent, we have to venture out and and find. But that's what works how for you, you get your own relationship. Yeah. With God. Mm-hmm. When you break away from yeah. where you initially grew up, like because yeah. that's like your safety net. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you're never gonna stretch yourself. You're never gonna grow if you don't yeah. get out. Yeah. Um. And you know, I'm honestly, I'm grateful for this quarantine. Yeah. Like I. I never would have gotten here yeah. and never would have got started. Cause I mean, uh-huh. and, like this podcast is cool or whatever, but like in a sense, it's kind of a ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, it it definitely has some spiritual highlights in each of the episodes and the, each of the topics that I, I, that I cover. I never would have done this had we not had quarantine and yeah, I had a chance to break away good. from the church. Yeah. You know Cause somehow we, we get so caught up in building the church. Mm-hmm. And we forget what's what's my purpose, exactly. what's my ministry, mm-hmm. what's my calling. Yes, we have the, the 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 corporate church, right? But we all have an individual calling that we have to accomplish in the earth. And so, it's yeah. And and and, and I I know I know you can relate to this, Josh, more than anything. Especially when your parents are serving in ministry, and the expectation is, well, hold on, I've raised you up to do this. Yeah, you came but, from me. Yeah, you came from me. <laughs> Listen, look, yeah. and, and, but but then, but, you know, it comes a point in time where, and, and no lie, I was I was going to do that. I was like, okay, my daddy's a pastor. I'm about, I'm about to be a pastor. But then I realized, yo, this is not, that's that nigga's calling, not mine. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, like yo, that's, that's, yeah. that's all him. And then I realized, okay, guy, you're doing something completely different, different yeah. in my life. There, you're, you're taking me places that they would never go. Mm-hmm. I had... So I, I had a job interview in Oklahoma City, and it was literally, it's, it's, it's a predominantly white church. And so people, I shared it on Facebook, and people were like, well, why are you going to the white church? Kevin always hanging out with the... And I, and I had literally had to sit back and say, for God so loved the world, mm, yeah. the entire world. That's not just your church and your, what, the people that you associate your life with. That's everybody. And if you believe that God placed something in me, like really placed something in me that is for the world, let me go give it to the world. Yeah. Let me fulfill my calling and and, and do yeah. ministry to all people, not just not not just one type. And, yeah. and it's not just it's not about the black church or the white church or anything. It's just God came to save all yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. And then the parents they feel like they have a monopoly on your calling. 
Mm-mm. It's like you didn't call me, God called me. Yeah. You didn't anoint me, God anointed me. You giving birth mm-hmm. to me had nothing to do because that's I mean the, the same way they do Mary in the Catholic Church. Well, Mary because she gave birth to Jesus, but you had to we pray to her, whatever. It's like no, it came from God. Yeah. And so He's the author and the finisher of this, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we all have to submit to His will for my life. Yeah. You don't you don't control my life, God does. That's crazy. And so And I think that's a good message for parents. <laughs> okay. Like if I have any parent listeners, listen. <laughs> you guys cannot dictate to your children what they should be doing yeah. in their, You, said you don't so even nice. know yeah. what their purpose is. And let yet. them explore. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with, with trial and error. Mm-hmm. You have to explore things, try things. Okay, this didn't work. Let me try this. This didn't. Work. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you build your character. Exactly. That's how you build your your walk mm-hmm. with Christ. But it, it can't be the parents are just safeguarding everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. provide guidance. Exactly. To yeah, children. let us fail. Yeah. We need to. And fail. the Bible says, "Study to know your children." Yeah, like you, they're not going to come out the womb and you know, oh, I'm a pastor, so that's what they're going to be. Yeah. No, that's not how that's, that works. That's how, like in other mm-hmm. other countries, I was a farmer, you a farmer. It goes to farmer business. It's like no. We're in America. Yeah, I know. Thank God. <laughs> and I was so fortunate. Like, my parents, I grew up in church, but they weren't trying to force salvation on me, which mm-hmm. is something I'm so grateful for. Because I never would have just got it on my own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, or just figured out what my purpose is. Because I know I ain't want to be no missionary. <laughs> like, I want to help people, but I ain't trying to carry titles. Like, that ain't who I am. I don't want to be no pastor's wife. I'm that's too missionary. much responsibility and people that I don't want to deal with. That's like, a calling in itself. That's a whole that ain't for TK. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, so going jumping back in though, like facing criticism in the church, I also think you need to be prepared for facing criticism outside the church because people are gonna treat you different once mm-hmm. you make a different decision to say, ah, you know, I'm gonna go on this walk in this journey with Christ now. Mm-hmm. And you know, the real the thing is. I think a lot of people, especially when we were just talking about this, they push their convictions off on, mm-hmm. you know, other people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be certain convictions that you have, you know, whether that be like for some women, it could be they, they try to entice men all the time. Mm-hmm. So maybe wearing makeup or the way they dress, that could be their conviction. It's not everyone's conviction, yeah, right? right? Um, so there's going to be certain things that you will... 100% have to walk away from. It doesn't mean that your life boring is boring. It doesn't mean that life stops, but you have to make a conscious choice to separate mm-hmm. for certain things because there are going to be things that tempt us. I think, I mean, the scripture says resist temptation. Mm-hmm. Like, so the thing, the thing, the thing that I know is like my, I, I, I just have, I have to make the conscious decision to say, you know, I'm just going to walk away from that, you know? And I, and I know this, go, this goes back both ways for believers and unbelievers. Sometimes we think, oh, I'm strong enough to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I think I'm strong enough to be around, you know, mm-hmm. 15, 20 women. And when it's just me and, and, and no one's, no, you, re, you resist the temptation or you, you got to know where it comes. You got to know where the devil's going to come and attack you before he even comes. Yeah. You, you just have to know. Um, but I, I don't think people aren't thinking that. People aren't thinking you know, just that. And then I think other other side is people think that once you, like you said, once you become saved, everything stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's that's not the case. The same urge you had before you got saved, you're going to have after you get saved. Mm-hmm. But only because of the grace of God, the power of God, yeah. do you have the strength to overcome that. Yeah. But it's not going anywhere. And the only difference is just is just now, instead of just going with whatever our flesh wants to do, mm-hmm. we just, we're fighting back now. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's the only difference. That, we have a fighting chance now. And you, and you can't fight in your flesh because your flesh wants it. Yeah. 
you have to you have to fight back in the spirit. And so um, you gotta pray I, I, for some deliverance. The Bible says, make no provision for your flesh. So if you know we we know our weaknesses, all right? Ain't no I just oops, I made a mess. Oops, I did it again. That's a no, lie. it ain't no oops. You knew. You 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 knew what you <laughs> you knew you what knew. you wanted to do. So you knew you were gonna like, do it. And so it's like, okay, right. so I know that this situation does will lead to this. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go in this route. Right. So being to be honest, just say, you know, I still like to do this. I need accountability partners too, or someone to keep me from these places or when I feel kind of when to call somebody because mm-hmm. I'm trying. That's all we want. It's just, do you, are you trying to mm-hmm. do better? Mm. The Bible says that God sees us as holy, flawless, and uh, restored as long as we advance in faith. Mm. So as long as every day you're advancing. So yesterday I was at this level, but today I moved up in centimeter. Yeah. I mean, it, it can be very small growth, but are you advancing every day? And if you would, if you're advancing, God sees you as holy. Amen. That makes you holy, and so it's, it's it's like at least put an effort, at least try and fail. Don't just well, I just did it. Well, I have no remorse. Because then that's where like, well, well, what are you doing? Right. You know why? Because because the Bible says, shall we continue in sin that you know for that 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 grace may abound? God forbid. And so we don't want to abuse grace, you know. Um, but as long as we can still like, you know, let's go have fun. Yeah, like I still I still enjoy yeah, I mean, the occasional turn good, up, have a good time. Yeah, and everything is not sin. Yeah, everything is not. <laughs> everything <laughs> everything just, is not going to take me from crying. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not sin. Like, yeah. like you, you look can, at somebody wrong. I mean, you, people, people going there. I mean, your your pants too tight. I mean, you're 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 wearing too much makeup. Oh, you went to the movie theater. Oh, you. You you having a glass of wine? I mean, I don't know. But it, that goes back to people pushing their convictions. Their convictions, on other people exactly. Because you can't drink. That doesn't mean I can't have a glass of wine here. I'm gonna <laughs> or, have me some wine, okay? Because you drink too much. Mm-hmm. Now it's bad. You know, yeah. everything in everything with everything in moderation. Everything that God created is good, and that's yeah. like it's good. Yeah. But when you abuse it, yeah. And because you abused it at one point in time before you got saved, yeah. And it could be a snare. I mean, it could be it could be a snare. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but that's why it's important to have the Holy Spirit because He will lead you and guide you in all mm-hmm. truth. Mm-hmm. And so He 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 lets you know, okay, let that go. Yeah. Stop doing that. That's too much. You can't do that, right? The Holy Spirit will convict you. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a different conviction when He does it because when He does it, it's conviction. When people mm-hmm. do it, it's condemnation. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. And so they're pointing a finger. Um. You know, A, B, or C. It's like no, no, no. You know. Yeah, so that's just, mm-hmm. you know, no, that's we have to be good. open to the Holy Spirit. And when he speaks, you have to listen, mm-hmm. you know, not quenching his voice. Mm-hmm. And so. Mm-hmm. And know that God don't want you to live a boring life. Yeah. He wants, like you, he, to, he wants you to enjoy. Yeah. Have, have a good have time. Fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go on trips, vacation, yeah. do what you do. Just, yeah. but you know, be led in everything that you yeah, do. Be yeah, like yeah, be led. Yeah, be led. And just be open. And mm-hmm. just, I mean, you'll know, okay, I'm doing too much right now. Let me just tone this back a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to have an ear to hear. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Do what you do and just be led. Yeah. Hashtag be led. So just. next misconception. Um, so saved individuals that are pastors, bishops, missionaries, et cetera, um, have a stronger, stronger spiritual connection with God. False. I think you're, <laughs> I think that's all based on the person. I really feel like it's all based on your pursuit mm-hmm. and based on your hunger, mm-hmm. based on you know what you want from God. So if you got saved last week, but you're in you're in prayer and you're seeking the Lord and you I mean you really want it, He will give you. You know if you knock, He'll answer. Mm-hmm. And so um, usually 
people who are up in ministry at one point, they were seeking very hard. So it appears as if they have a higher connection. Maybe they just put in the, maybe they did the, the legwork to get there. Mm-hmm. But um, it's available to everybody. Exactly. And I think just don't put everything on the pastor. Yeah, you no. know, I think people put have all these expectations. Like your whole salvation and yeah, your whole life cannot on, be on the shoulders of one yeah. person. We all have to have our own spiritual connection with God. Well, yeah. um, so if the pastor falls or he makes a mistake, does that mean that we're all I'm, condemned? I'm just doomed. I'm, I'm going to lose my... Yeah. Oh, well, but, yeah. okay, so then what? You have to have your own. I would say don't go in with the expectation or expectation that that person is going to atone for the sins of the yeah. many, if that makes sense. They're, they're just a guide. Mm-hmm. That, that's yeah. all they are is a guide. The Holy, he said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to send you the comforter. He, mm-hmm. He's there to comfort you. He's there. So when they break your heart, the Holy Spirit's there to, to, to keep you together. Mm-hmm. But, you I think, but I think but I think young young believers, we don't come in knowing that. Yeah. We don't come in knowing we're, that. We're taught. You that. know what I'm saying? Because and we see, we see it. I mean, te- television will show you that every pastor that's under the age of forty is like killing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they 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 go through hell just as much as anybody else. And yeah. and I think you know, in a position of leadership, just just myself, the hard part is who do I go to? Because they come to me. Mm-hmm. They come to me with their problems. People, we go to the pastor with our problems, our concerns. But who does he go to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and if and and now that I know that I know I know he's struggling. Yeah. I know he's struggling. So when he does fail, I'm already I'm already praying. I'm already praying for the recovery or you know, I mean whatever it is that because we we put our pastors, our leaders on these pedestals, pedestals yeah. and when they fail, I mean all people I know people who are I mean just cry. And yeah. I mean like go through depression, or, yeah, my pastor this happened. And yeah. what what happened to your prayer life? Yeah. Because if you've been just basing yours on his you were doomed from the beginning, yeah. you know? We were taught that the pastor, that's your lifeline, that's your this, that's your that. You need to be, yeah, I need a, a straight line to God. Mm-hmm. And he is just guiding me. that's what me. he gave us, yeah, though. We, yeah, yeah, we have it. Direct access to yeah. him, you know? Yeah. And one thing I'll say, like, um, you know Bishop Roosevelt Dunn. He yeah. passed away recently, rest in heaven. Um, ah, that man, he was so God-led. But at the end of the day, we all have our flaws. Like, if yeah. there is anything that he did, he always would come back and say, I did this, forgive me, or whatever. And yeah. I, I've, seen, I've seen that, like, mm-hmm. with my own eyes, you know. And so that just let me know people aren't perfect. Yeah. And we also have to be forgiving, too, yeah. as saints of God, yeah. you know. So. I think, we, I think we stopped reading. You know, we, st- we stopped reading the Bible and looking at the people who Christ used they were all they, to they write were the Bible. They, were, they were you know what I'm saying they they were flawed they were flawed you know and yeah. um it's 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 crazy it's crazy I think it's crazy to think that somebody has more uh, connection to Christ than you do when they do the exact same thing you do they they pray they get down on their knees and they say God forgive me I need you and well I think what people fail to realize it's not a spiritual connection it's Maybe God speaks to this individual one way, but if you don't know how God speaks to you, you of course would think that mm-hmm. they have a deeper connection because yeah. we hear the Lord said, the Lord said, yeah. the Lord said. But when you know how God talks to you, I'm, I'm not worried about whatever the Lord said to you because yeah. He talks to me just as you know yeah. He talks to me the same way. So Different ways. Yeah. I think it's I think it's foolish to think that you know pastors and bishops and preachers because some of those are just positions that they were given. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. 
what COVID showed me about the church in this season is the physical building mm. is what a lot of people are attached to in the spiritual mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I started to see a lot of people like, oh, we have to go to church. Like, people are going to lose their, you know, mm-hmm. their yeah. Christianity. And I'm yeah. Like, hey, How? the church doesn't determine your, your spirituality yeah. or your walk. The church is in us. Yeah, we so are the church. So worried to go back to church. Church never closed, just the building. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if y'all mm-hmm. speak on that. Mm-hmm. No, that's a perfect point. Mm. <laughs> People are tied to that building, ain't they? I mean, because it's familiar. That's all they know. Mm-hmm. They don't want to know God in a different way. You know, I feel like, you know, he was in, in the Old Testament, he was a God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He was a he was their God in each generation. Mm-hmm. And so each generation had to learn him their way. It wasn't, you know, what Abraham did it this way and, and Jacob did it this way. Each generation has to understand, you know, this is God for me. Um, and, you know, God is not confined to a building. Mm-hmm. He's not, he's, I mean, we we, we just gather mm. there. But, I mean, everywhere we go, he's with us, whether we're in Walmart, whether we're in the, uh, whether, whether we're in the mall, whether we're in the car wash, we carry God with us. And so I, I think it's, it just goes back to religion. It just mm-hmm. goes back to for me, God is this, and I'm not willing to learn God in a different way. I'm not That's willing. True. I'm not willing to stretch out and 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 be uncomfortable and learn something different. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, our generation, we're we're what's the next fad? I want something new. Mm-hmm. So we're cool with we can, we can adapt easier. Older people, they're just like all I know is this. It's, this is this is God. Nothing else. Yeah. Everything else is it's the devil. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I remember there were pastors, they would preach against, you know, online church. That's the devil. And you need to be in a church. You need to, you need to much, someone to be in front of you looking at you and, and mentoring mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. and now they're all closed. And guess where they're at? Online. online. <laughs> with their where church. they said this was the devil. And so it's just like we have mm-hmm. to evolve. We have to, we really have to be willing to know that God, he does not change, but he is always moving. Yeah. He's, he's constantly on the move. And so it's like, okay, know who God is, but let's 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 go ahead and um go with him. Yeah. And don't get stagnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The children of Israel, they all they knew was slavery. Right. All they knew was this way. Um, and so they weren't used to being free. They weren't used to the freedoms that they had. And so they began to, you know, curse God and go back and to kinda, old ways. Kinda, kinda go yeah. back, you know? And so it's just a, it's an Egypt mentality that we can only do it this way. And it's like, why are you so close-minded to where we can only do God one way? And that's a box. Right. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, next thing I had here was, and this one um, I think I relate to the most. Once you're saved, you'll always feel connected and close to God. That's like the last question. No, no. I mean... <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I mean it's and it's it's the truth. It's the truth. I I I went through I went through a really really bad spell of like just anxiety and depression. Um, it was because I was I was hearing everybody else. I was hearing everybody else's walk, and and I literally was comparing myself to yeah. everybody else's walk. You know, I, you know, you you see people, and this is just the truth. Since we here, you know, I look at people like Pastor Shepherd, Josh, my brother, my friend. And I'm like, man, Josh is 20-something pastor in a church. I'm like, Jesus, what do you have for me? And he said, well, it ain't that. <laughs> and, and, I, and listen, and no, no lie. And I, and I seen, like I was stuck. 
I was stuck because I'm like, well, God, if if he's my age and he's doing ministry this way, and then I have these other friends who are doing ministry this way, and I have these people who are doing ministry this way, where, where when am I when am I going to flourish in ministry? You know, I'm praying, I'm asking, I'm I'm doing this, and, and I know I'm saved, but God is like, no, 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 I I have something specifically designed for you, and we'll trick ourselves and psych ourselves out into thinking that. I, I've lost my connection with God, or I've been saved, and I'm 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 supposed to have this deep connection with Him. Like He's going to talk to me as clear as day, and it's not oh, the case. It's 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 point. it's 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 about your mm-hmm. pursuit of Him, and then also recognizing that God's timing is not ours. Yes, He will complete the work that He yes. finished in His timing, not yours. Mm-hmm. And so your job is literally to trust, trust Him, yeah, and let Him worry about the details and believe. And that's funny how you mentioned that. I, so. I, and this is like earlier this year, um, not that long ago, I was just kind of going through a period of uh, just kind of feeling alone and and inadequate. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best words that I could say for it. And like, I just didn't feel like God was talking to me. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be here for. I just feel so small Mm -hmm. because everyone's doing all this stuff and I'm not doing anything. Right. Um, And so... Something you mentioned is that God talks to people differently. So God talks to me weird. Like, if he were just a straight up talk to me, I'd be in the crate. Like, I'd be scared, huh? Yeah. Is it a ghost in here? Like, no, I can't they handle make that. It, and they I think... make it, they, people make it seem as if God's talking to them audibly. Exactly. Yeah, and that's not how it works. And I remember, <laughs> like, I was just kind of sulking and I was on the couch. Don't judge me. Um, I was watching Avatar The Last Airbender. That's a good movie. Ain't I, I don't judge you. Lit. Anyway, um, I was watching this little cartoon or whatever. And in that cartoon, God said to me, everybody has a piece. Everybody has a yeah. purpose, no matter how big or how small it is. But we all intertwine together, kind of like how gears go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if one little gear or one little piece is missing, then we're not, then it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, and so... That's just God, how he spoke to me just that one day. Um, We all have a specific purpose. And sometimes we have multiple purpose. We may fulfill one purpose. And we talked about this last week in our, um, or a couple episodes ago, just about how you go from one purpose, you fulfill one thing, and then God has something else from you once Mm -hmm. you successfully walk that path. Um, And so, yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah, we're we're all the body. I think Mm -hmm. we forget that. We're the body of Christ. So a mm-hmm. body has hands and feet. And I mean, there's so many parts to a body. Mm-hmm. Um, just play your role and yeah. seek the Lord for understanding. Um, and I'll be very transparent. Um, I went through a, a moment, even just through my, you know, this past, um, this last trial I went through, you know, God, what's next for me? Especially when it first happened, I could barely talk and mm-hmm. couldn't walk barely. And I was just like, God, am, am, am I done? I couldn't, you know, I had lost the strength in my voice. I couldn't talk strong. I said, so am I done preaching? Like, am, am, am I going to pray on the microphone again? Or, like, what's my purpose? You know, um, even when I had stopped pastoring for a moment, it's like, God, where do I fit in now? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, I thought this was it, and now it's not it no more. So so what's next? You right. know, and so just trying to navigate, God, you know, what am I supposed to do? And then you start comparing yourself. I was comparing myself to a lot of people. Because, you know, this generation, we're very gifted. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're more gifted than ever. And some it's like, well, you know, I, I, you know, I don't flow like that or I can't speak like that. So, so, so what, what, where do I fit in? You right. know, 
And so that's been a constant battle for me. But like you said, we have to trust the Lord and know that sometimes it's just not your time either. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, okay, I have to just wait my turn. Um, and know that we go through things for a season, for training, for pre- preparation, basically. But you know, then maybe the next season, you may be just in, in downtime. Mm-hmm. You know, preparing for the next season. Right. And so, we're just being able to be content until until the Lord reveals it to you. Yeah. I've learned don't make your own way. Don't try to create your own path unless the Lord specifically tells you, okay, it's time to start building. You know. And so. And that's funny. Um, my friend Stan, he was here. Um, a couple episodes ago, and he was saying, like, when it comes to purpose, you know, we have our path that we think we should be doing, but then there's God's path. And when Mm -hmm. you're walking on his path, like, things are just easy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not stressed out. Things just work out some kind of way. And he was just saying, pray the prayer, like, Lord, show me the doors that I need to walk through. But if it's not for me, close those doors, you know? Our ways are not his ways. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts are not his thoughts, you know. And then the Bible talks about how, you know, his ways are higher than our ways. And mm-hmm. so I think of God's ways as like literally like highways, like, you know, a freeway, mm-hmm. you know, to where, you know, when you're, you know, I think of my way as like a regular street full of stop signs, traffic lights, all types of just stop and go. Mm-hmm. When it's, when When God reveals his way and reveals his purpose for you, it's just straight boom. Mm-hmm. It's just there is no stopping. There is no delays. It's just here it is. And so it just takes time to get to that highway. It mm-hmm. just takes time to navigate from your street over to the highway to where I'm just a smooth sailing in God's will. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there will be opposition, of course. There will be an accident every now and then causing, you know, things to delay. But but still, you're still moving at a fast pace on the highway versus on the street. Right. And so just, it's just seeking the highway, the higher way of God. Mm-hmm. Um just for your life. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, you know, I, and, I, and I've gotten discouraged because sometimes when I'm walking and I've been walking the path, mm-hmm. but silence. Yeah. Sometimes you think silence is just absence. You know, yeah. God, God's mm-hmm. not, God's not, he's not directing me to do this or to do this or, but sometimes we, you know, God says, hey, listen, I just want you to be still. Yeah, be faithful. Be, be, be still for a minute. Um, I was working in the church and I was like, this is just, they ain't doing nothing right. Live stream is bad. Music is bad. Preaching yeah. is bad. Everything is bad. And I'm still here. And I'm like, God, send me somewhere. Yeah. And no, be still. And that's when I thought like, okay, maybe I'm just disconnected from God. And, and no, it wasn't that. It was, I need you just to be still because maybe you'll find your purpose in all of what's going on that's bad yeah. around you. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm trying to show you, well, this is what I need for you to do in all of that. You know, yeah. so- yeah, I don't think I don't think God's silence is sometimes not him being silent, but him trying to show us something. You know, he's 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 not he's doing something, but it's I want to show you something. I'm not just trying to tell you something. I want to show you something. So. And, even, and even for me, you know, it's a time of reflection. Mm-hmm. That's like okay, so are there things in me right now that I need to work on? Well, I'm not in the public eye, right? To you know, get prepared and fixed on, and so I'll be ready when I when God does deploy me. You know. Um, and just being faithful to his word and, and just to prayer. Can you be faithful? Right. Can you just love me without having this huge assignment right now? Right. You just, it's, it's just me and you right now. You know, mm-hmm. when you got saved, it was just you and him. It wasn't an, an assignment. <laughs> it was exactly. just, I'm coming to Christ for, for salvation. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, sing. this time be going by fast, Kevin. All right. <laughs> like, it's time to go. I got things to do. Oh, shut up. You ain't got nowhere to go. You was late anyway. 
Um, edit that out, please. <laughs> <laughs> we don't edit nothing on this show. Oh, God. Um, so just wrapping up, um, why do you guys think it's important to be saved and what are the benefits? Because they always talk about what, what can happen if you don't. But what happens if you do? Eternal life. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, eternal up. life. That's a good win. That's, I mean, that's a win. I mean, <laughs> but honestly, honestly, the difference between the believer and the unbeliever mm-hmm. is when we experience life, mm. we have a place to run to, to mm-hmm. help us through it without killing ourselves, mm-hmm. without uh, going, you know, drinking ourselves to death or, you know, coping with it with food or whatever. We, it, salvation brings a, a level of comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, it empowers you to live a successful life and being able to just overcome. So that's the benefit. I think, you know, ultimately, you know, you're not living this life by yourself. You have us, you have um, supernatural assistance to be successful and to mm-hmm. overcome things versus it doing it by yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I, th- I think when you're saved, when you're saved and you're walking in, in that, I think you experience the joy of the Lord, and it's like no other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's like no other when, when you get to enjoy experiences that are God ordained, where, I mean, it's just it's the joy of the Lord, and then the experiences that you wouldn't normally experience had you not been walking in, you know, walking yeah. in Christ and walking in the fullness of God. God, God has a way of saying. I'm going to reward what the, what the world gives is whatever. Yeah. But when I give you something, not only am I I'm giving you provision for it, I'm giving you something that is going to last a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you something that's going to actually platform you for the next thing I'm about to bless you with. God yeah. like God is I think that's the joy of being being committed to Christ, you know, being mm-hmm. being saved. You know, not only my job is good, my job yeah. is blessed. You know, everything I'm attached to is blessed. My job, my finances, my marriage, my friendships are blessed when I'm committed and I'm walking. It's a lifeline. You have Man. a lifeline, you know? So, I mean, whenever you're thinking, I can call on, mm-hmm. on, on the creator, the one who created all this stuff. Lord, you, you made this. I need you yeah. to make this work out, you know? Help me and, 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 Give and, me strength. And yell at him. Like, yeah. I, you said I wouldn't, Listen, I wouldn't fall. You <laughs> Give me out of this one. And, and 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 we have like you have that strength when yeah. only when you're saved and I, and I and I mean it to be true like when you're saved you can call on the name of the Lord yeah and He will be there yeah I've seen I have friends who you know they I'm just so depressed I'm just so this I'm just I'm like you need to trust in God and they're like well, I don't know about all that I'm just like let me tell you <laughs> you need to trust God I, I said new yes you seen what I've gone through and like, what the Lord brought me through I said I wouldn't have made it if if, if I didn't have faith. I would have been somewhere, I mean, probably on pills right yeah. now, addicted to pills. And I'm pretty sure at some point some people was like, I don't know what I would have done if I yeah. went through what you went through. Yeah, I'm like, God brought me through. Yeah. That was a miracle, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, I mean, he's a base. It's 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 a good, it keeps you based, mm-hmm. keeps you grounded, you know, mm-hmm. so you don't just go off into Neverland. It's such a beautiful experience. Like, it's yeah. so beautiful. There's safety, there's yeah. comfort. Yeah, and there's so many benefits. Like you, yeah. you get the favor of God that comes yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Favor, yeah. You know that unbelievers don't have. When I'm going up for a job interview, and God says that's for you. Yeah, I've gone into interviews before. Because normally, when I get into an interview setting, every time I go, it's always this intense mm-hmm. several interviews or several levels that we go through, right? And I would always be nervous, but when I know God has set this up. I already know I got it. I just yeah. walk in there, yeah. do my thing, yeah. not nervous. I walk out like, okay, if it happens, it happens. It don't, it don't. 
And that's what comes along. Like, there's just so much favor. Yeah. And that assurance comes along. Mm-hmm. that even when we don't get that job, I've got something better. Yeah. Like, what we what we thought was amazing, God is like, oh, really? And it's like, thank you for protecting me for yeah. whatever yes. I didn't get this job for. There's something it. there that you didn't get it. Exceedingly abundantly yes. of all you mm-hmm. could ask or think. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, only, that's only with Christ Jesus. That's, yeah. on, that's only when you're walking in the favor of God. Yeah. Can, you, can you have that assurance and saying, okay, that wasn't for me. Yeah. But when I get what was for me, yeah. I'm thinking him that I didn't go to that job. Exactly. And thinking him I wasn't around those people and I didn't get with that individual and I didn't, you know, yeah. you're just like, thank God for Jesus. Thank God. Yeah. So final thoughts. What advice can we give to our listeners or young listeners who are exploring or newly in their relationship with Christ? I would say... I would say trust, just trust and believe. Like the, the the word the word has given us this 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 golden nugget that is one of my favorites. All things will work out to them who are called according to who are the called according to God's purpose and plan. And I would tell them like it's it's going to be hard. This is not an easy journey. This is not an easy walk. But it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. And if you can hold true to that, trust me, God's blessings are so much bigger than any other you'd ask for. Any person, job, or anybody that something would give you, when God places it in your hands, it's so much bigger and better. So just hold true, trust and believe, and enjoy life. God wants you to live a full, amazing, fun, exciting, mm-hmm. breathtaking life. And go live it with Christ. I would say just trust the process. Trust the process. Um, Embrace grace. Mm. Embrace grace and open your ears to listen or to hear. Spend time every day just in silence and just open your ears to hear um, what the Lord wants to say to you because the Lord is always willing and wants to speak to you um, through his spirit. And so just take take that time just to cultivate knowing the voice of God, mm. how he speaks to you. Um and just be be willing to listen, be willing to obey it. Mm-hmm. And then if it if it if it if it seems too difficult, just ask for ask for help. Right. Ask for strength. It's very simple. Keep it simple. That's my that's my <laughs> my last keep right. it simple. Don't overthink this. Just trust the process. Exactly. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you date somebody, every day is not perfect. Mm-hmm. They're gonna make you mad. You're gonna okay, because but but because I'm in a relationship with you, I'm gonna forgive you and keep going. Mm-hmm. We're in a relationship with Christ. We're gonna mess up. He's gonna forgive us, and we're gonna keep and we're gonna keep going. Mm-hmm. So just you know, I'm in a relationship. Yep. Trust the process. Exactly. Yep. I love that. Trust the process. Keep it simple. Turn up. Have a good time. Turn up. Yes. Go have out a, and good have time. a good time. Let's be lit yeah. and young yeah. and Go black. Yes. And this ain't even music. just for black people. It's for everybody. Yeah. Yes. But we focus on black folks right now. I, I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All lives matter. <laughs> I'm just don't listen to him oh my goodness he ain't lying alright so well that brings our show to a close thank you Josh and both of my Kevins for chiming in today where can they follow you Josh Uh, Joshua Shepard on Facebook uh, officially Joshua I think on Instagram you need to do better okay Kevin what about you Kevin Daniels JR Instagram Facebook Kevin Daniels yeah. All right. And Kevin ain't on here, but you can follow him on Facebook and also check out uh, 
you just have it as level four studio on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. So dope, dope studio. He really yes. dope studio. Yes. I just want you guys yeah. to know, like, like top notch. He is like a godsend. It just so happened that I was working on this podcast and he like popped up. Mm. Pop. And he was like, "Where well, I'm doing podcasting." I'm like, "Well, this is perfect." <laughs> well, and then my go. friend told me because I was gonna, you know, I mentioned to you I was just gonna do it in my house, and he was yeah. like, "Nah, that ain't the move." Sis. Mm-hmm. So I got with Kevin, and so this is like working out. So yeah. Another plug. A black business in Colorado Springs that's thriving downtown, uh, 130 Kiowa. Get up in here. Hey, One, let's do it. Sweet 300. S- s- come sweet on. 300. <laughs> Direct location. We support black businesses here. We support we black businesses. You got to. Colorado Springs, Trump Nation. We, right. are still, we are still moving strong. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, you this, are a fool. This is Trump Nation. Yeah, it's the it's truth. Melanin Nation Child. up in here. Lord help us. Not over here in this corner. In okay. 130 South Kiowa, Sweet 300. But anyway, just anyways, you guys, uh, I hope you guys liked what we talked about. <laughs> I feel like even just through all the sessions I've been doing, I've been learning so much just from talking about this with yeah. other people. But um, please go and like and subscribe and comment at Back and Forth TV on Instagram and Facebook. Share. And share with your friends. Um, But definitely leave some comments. I really want to know what you guys think, if this is helpful, you know, for you. I definitely value that. So appreciate if you do it. As always, I like to close with a scripture that I want you guys to read and meditate on um, this week until we come back again. And so this will be coming from Ephesians 2. Uh, 8 through 10 and it says for by grace ye are saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God not of works lest any man should boast for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should should walk in them Ooh, the Bible got all them words okay King mm-hmm. James Version ye that is the <laughs> King James Version. Come on, ye. All right. Well, thank y'all. We'll see you next time. Thank you.